0: Listen up as The Chick-In-Charge visits Atlanta's own Black Women's Film Network. Discussing the world of business and authorship, Mary Parker sits down with a varied group of authors and talks about the process of writing to the importance of publishing as a Black woman in today's America. Welcome
1: to The Chick-In-Charge, All-in-One Security CEO, Mary Parker, celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely
2: the Chick-In-Charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Good morning. Welcome to the Chick-In-Charge podcast. I am Mary Parker. And I'm so excited to be here today. We are, we are podcasting live at the Black Women's Film Network Summit 2019. And I was on a panel discussion a little while ago. I was talking with some, we had a panel discussion on uh, female authors. Mm-hmm. And I decided to bring a couple of those amazing women. Onto the podcast today. And with me, I have Moneta Shaw.
3: Hi, Mary. Yes.
2: <laughs> and then we also have with us Kiana Dance. No, yes, no, 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 no. Ma'am. Wait, wait, let me start that over. We have the Kiana yes. yes, Dance. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. And so, ladies, we're gonna just really dive in today. We don't have a lot of time. There's so many people here. Yeah. If you haven't decided to come, come on out. We're gonna be here till one. Yes. So, um, Kiana. Yes tell us a little bit about yourself. You've got all this experience,
4: as film sister circle, author, just go. You know what? I say this. I'm all those things, but what's most importantly, I am Denise Dancy's daughter. You know what I mean? So that Mm leads a lot of things that I do. I am a stand-up comedian. I'm an author. I'm a franchise owner. One of the only African-American women to own in my company. I own a cell phone repair store. And I own one that opened in November 1st. Now I have another one that's going to open in late uh, April. And I'm uber- excited about being in this business because what I did when I was on Sister Circle, um, I took my money and I planted that seed and I planned to eat from that harvest. You understand? Mm-hmm. I All right. Absolutely yeah, I, love I wanted to leave a legacy with, for my family. I wanted to be able to, if I never step foot on the stage again, whether as a, a comedian, as a host or an actress, I wanted something that w- I could eat off of. So I am here in your space, Mary. I'm super excited. <laughs> I've learned so much about you. And a blessing to be on your podcast yes. oh
2: thank you so much for being here and Marietta. oh my gosh what a story you oh, have thank you
4: come on
5: share what you would like yes just um oh gosh god is amazing we'll say that and thank Amen. you so much for having us miss mary your story is so awesome and such an inspiration to us all, um, just being the powerful woman that you are. Mm-hmm. But basically, just, you know, my life. Um, I went through a public breakup. Um, we have two beautiful kids together. And a lot of times... Um, people let what happened to them just take them down yes and it was super important to me um, because of just who I am my foundation and my my parents you know they've been together for 46 years and that's all that I I know you know so the breakup kind of devastated me just to to say the least but like I said God is amazing and what's important is being the example for my children Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like it's just imperative to, to be that example and no one's perfect and life happens but you just have to you know get through it and um, um do do what's best um and so I decided to write my story and and inspire others um men and women and at the end of the day I have three books now I also have a children's book that was the first one just like you said leaving a legacy yep. it's super super important
2: important to me and just yeah just living in my truth Oh, And it is so wonderful. And you're telling your truth. You're not living with shame. And, you know, society, community has a way of making us do that to ourselves. Absolutely. They don't care. No, they don't. They just want a conversation. Of course. So thank you for putting that positive spin on it. Uh But more importantly to both of you, what I heard on stage, molestation. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, just terrible breakup. We can all relate to your story. Absolutely. And the power is in the story and absolutely. your testimony yes, it, is. it empowers you it oh. takes you from where you are mm-hmm. out of that on where you're going absolutely so I want to talk a little I'm going to ask this question about uh, being a public image mm-hmm. and how do you bow how do you bounce back from that and I'm going to come back to you Kiana for okay. that question Oh, this Kiana. is for you my okay i oh, sorry okay how do you
5: bounce back just just not letting it consume you if you know it it, that could happen so easily um just just being true to who you are being truthful to yourself and of course when it's not just you when you have little ones it's so important to to just have that light and go through it of course i'm not saying don't don't go through it but just have your moments and just realize what's really important and for me family is the center of all that so Mm -hmm. and in this industry, of course, it's so easy to get distracted and, and, you know, just be influenced by the things that are not important. And oh, that I, happens so much. Right. Just, you I, know, I, I to yourself. love
2: what you said about focus. Mm-hmm. And that is the key. I too, I was a former, I had a former business partner for eight years, huh. and the breakup there was devastating because he was also my significant other. I don't talk about that, okay? Uh, but the story needs to be told yeah. because businesswomen are now mm-hmm. uh, going into relation, into business with their husbands, yes. with their significant others. It's so important to have your eyes dotted, T's crossed yes. before anything happens, yes, because ma'am. when something happens. Breach. You're the one that's (laughs) going to feel they're going to pick up that checkbook or whatever and move on. Leave us with the recovery process by ourselves. And uh, so, for those of us who do pick ourselves mm. up mm. and get back on it, and become intentional Ooh. about not letting that setback keep us back, right. And moving on is so much deliverance, in that. right? That's so, so, thank true. you for sharing that. And women, you need to hear this: oh, yeah. there is no shame when you are molested, mm-hmm. when you are abused. Yes.
4: You didn't bring that on yourself. No, I did not. not I did all. not. And, I, and I'll be very honest. I didn't um, mention it when you first asked me, but I did write a, bag, a book called Bye-Bye Bags, Laughing to the Light and the Low, and it discusses removing the baggage from your life. Mm-hmm. Women have a habit and the tendency to hold on to the baggage. We feel like we need it all. We mm-hmm. don't need mm-hmm. to carry all that. Your bags does, do not define you. Mm-hmm. I am a child molestation survivor, but the key word in that is survivor. I did not ask to it. be violated. Mm-hmm. I did not ask to be accosted, and nor was I violated or molested by someone that I did not know. Mm-hmm. As my monster was someone who I was fully aware of, had a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So quite often, um, you know, we get into this point of trying to protect ourselves from people we don't know. But honestly, mm-hmm. the monster can be living in your home. That's and true. I was so busy trying to protect other people around me. I didn't yeah. want people to think some kind of way about my mom. Yeah. I didn't talk about it. Although she did equip me with the right things. She put me in counseling. Mm-hmm. She got me the help that I needed. But I wasn't public about my story mm-hmm. because I was ashamed on the behalf of my mother And honestly, she said, Kiana, I want you to talk about this because not only does it help us heal as a family, it helps others who've been through it heal. And one thing that my mother always tell me, she said, you may not be meant for it, but you're built for it. Mm. You're not going to break. So Mm -hmm. what you need to do is arch your back, hold Mm. your head high and straighten out your crown. Yes, because you are not. (laughs) Nothing. You know, we might stumble, but
2: you're not going to break.
5: Not at all. Oh no, and, and you all. know, the
2: other thing, and we don't people don't like to admit that, but God chose mm-hmm. certain people for certain roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he knew
6: yes.
2: that he could trust you mm-hmm. with that. And he also knew that he was gonna heal you yes. completely mm-hmm. from that so that your testimony mm-hmm. now becomes a vehicle yes. for yes. setting so many other women free. free. Oh, we goodness. went through that and we experienced that in our family. All families have it, yes. but they yes. don't talk they don't about, talk it. about it. And eventually when we began talking about some You know, the issues. My daughter was molested when she was seven years old. We're just getting around to that. And you said you were protecting your mom. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting to the point where I'm ready to hear it. Because I still can't believe Mm -hmm. that I left my daughter Mm -hmm. in a situation that I trusted. And they took advantage of her. And that's what you're saying here. So my daughter wrote a book very similar to yours. And hers is called The Weight is over. Mm. It's not the physical weight. Mm. It's those weights that weight us down, down. that yes. keep us distracted, right. that Absolutely. keep us thinking about that situation mm. and mm. not moving on to the freedom yep. yes. that we get through the delivery. So
4: what we'll learn, Miss Mary, is your baggage is not always a handbag or a garbage mm-hmm. bag. Our baggage are emotional. Our Absolutely. baggage can be mental. Our baggage can very well be things that we're collecting in our homes that we need to go through our closets Hello. and clean out. And Everybody get Everybody got those Walmart and Kroger bags of fun <laughs> to the counter. Girl, girl. All the oh, so. things, but, they represent everything That you need to get rid of yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a Bad
4: relationship, yes. lost jobs Overweight, all yeah. these things that You're Throw carrying, it let mm-hmm. it go That's And then something. once you realize, okay, I'm going to let this go I'm going to push, I got the bags under my eyes removed That was a physical baggage But as I was healing, I removed the emotional baggage And it's important to do so I came out of this thing victoriously if you allow it to hold you back, it will. Absolutely will. No mm-hmm. matter what you're going through. Yeah. And as a public figure, when you went through mm-hmm. your divorce, people got all kind of things to say. But guess what? Mm-hmm. They're going through something, too. Yeah. You're not the, the only one. Yes.
2: But, you know, they can use avoidance. Come on now. And mm-hmm. dealing with themselves yes, because oh, yeah. your baggage going, is more important to talk about exactly. as they're continuing and to And more visual. Already. Yes. Absolutely. The absolutely. Well, that is wonderful. This is great. I'm loving this. We're gonna come together again. We should just. We're gonna talk. Yes, ma'am. We're gonna talk because I've got the creative. I'm a visionary. Come on. And now that I have the creative, so put the visions into effect. Omg. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Because when God's (laughs) in it. Okay. You just never know what you he's just up never to. Never right? know. This is great. It's such a pleasure. And did you have something else that you yes. wanted to add here? I just wanted to talk about my
5: current book that's out right now. Keep it classy. It's Co-parenting Strategies for Unstoppable Um Dads and Devoted Moms. So it's all about putting the kids first no matter
2: the circumstances. And nice. once we
5: get to that and we can raise some healthy, happy children. Yes. Yeah. And that's
2: yes. yes.
4: important. Yeah, it's, it is so important. Really
2: is. I was sharing with my sister last night. Uh-huh. And one of the things she said, and as we were discussing some of our situations, she said, and this was so powerful. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear this listening audience. When you're deciding mm-hmm. to separate yourself from that significant other, uh-huh. and there's a child involved, mm-hmm. how can you say that you can love? and love and and when you stop loving that individual the child goes as well Mm -hmm. it can't happen happen. not if it's true love not if it's love and so that in your book I'm really interested in reading your book and how you're keeping that family structure together Although the two of you, it's, it's over for you, it's big. Absolutely. but it's just the beginning for those children. Thank you. Congratulations Absolutely. on Absolutely. being such so a much. wise young woman. <laughs> thank you. I tried. <laughs> and so again, we are here with the Chick in Charge podcast at the Black Women Film Network Summit 2019. We thank you so much for joining us on the show. We're not gone. We will be back. And for now, I'm Mary Parker. A chick in charge. Yes. Thank you, ladies.
5: I love it.
7: Sometimes running a business can make you feel like a jack of all trades owner, marketing, finance, public relations, and of course, a master of none. No one can do it all. But you can master payroll benefits and human resources easily online with Gusto. I'm Sarah Smith. I'm the co host of the Chicken Charge podcast with Mary Parker. And we're here to tell you about how Gusto serves small businesses in all 50 states and was named Best Online Payroll by PC Mag. Get fast, easy to run payroll including W-2s and 1099s, automatically file and pay state, local, and federal payroll taxes. And Gusto features health benefits and 401ks for almost any budget. Of course, there's plenty of online storage to organize employee paperwork too. It gets better. Got an HR question? Expert professional support is just a phone call away. Wait, it actually gets even better the Chick in Charge listeners get three months free. Three months free when you run your first payroll. Go to gusto.com forward slash Chick in Charge. Stop dreading payroll and HR and run your business with Gusto try a demo and see how great it is. Fast, simple payroll processing, benefits, and expert HR support all in one place. Let Gusto master your payroll so you can master everything else. Get three months free when you run your first payroll. Go to gusto.com forward slash chick in charge. Go for the Gusto. everybody, this is Sarah Smith and I'm the co-host of the Chick in Charge podcast with Mary Parker. And here today I'm with a really good friend named Teresa Roth, who is a big fan of the Chick in Charge, aren't you my dear? Oh, you bet I am. And
0: Sarah, you're looking so cute. Oh, thank you. Is that a new dress you have on?
7: Yeah, it is. But I have to tell you, I have got to quit paying these crazy high prices. Between me and the boys, everything they eat, etc. It's killing my budget. Then do what I do: go to Swap.com and
0: easily sift through millions of clothes in seconds. They have easy-to-use filters to find just
7: what you want in seconds. Hey, you know what? I've heard about this site, Swap.com, and I've heard they will take my unused, brand-new clothes. Oh, I got those too. Bottom paid for them, never wore them. Yep, exactly. Now. Those clothes can find brand new homes with swap.com's online thrift store. Did you know that if
0: everyone dedicated just 10% of their purchases to secondhand clothing, it would have the same impact as taking 1 million cars off the road for a year in terms of emissions? Wow, that's amazing. Uh,
7: swap.com has something for the whole family women, men, junior, kid, baby, and maternity.
0: You can save up to 90% off retail prices on brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J.Crew, and
7: Gap. Cool. And if something doesn't fit, they have hassle-free returns within 30 days. And get this. There's a special offer for
0: Chick in Charge listeners. Go to swap.com slash chick in
7: charge. Cool. And once there, you can sign up for free shipping on your first purchase. And make sure you enter your email address to get the offer. It's a low-risk way to give online thrifting a try.
0: So go to swap.com slash chick in charge, sign up, enter your email, and have a blast.
6: Woo!
2: Good morning, This is Mary Parker, your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. I am so excited today. I'm here at the Black Women Film Network Summit 2019. And of course, when you're in an environment like this, talent is everywhere. And I've met some of the most amazing women today. We've talked about our books at a book panel discussion. And guess who I met? I met Coco Brown and I met (laughs) Ruth Watson, and these two women are absolutely amazing. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. Thank
3: you for having us. Yes, ma'am.
2: Yes, ma'am. And Coco, you have such a your personality is bigger than life. (laughs) And and I just want to find out a few things about you and how you how did you become a comedian. So when you're telling about yourself, just kind of tell the audience who you are and some of the things you're doing. We're going to dive in.
3: Okay. Well, my name is Coco Brown. Uh, you may know me from a little show on OWN Call For Better or Worse. Yes. Um, also the movie Single Moms Club and Ted 2. And currently you may uh, know me as Nurse Carla on the hit Fox show 911. Yep. And I'm also a stand-up comedian, so if you followed my career, you've seen me since Showtime at the Apollo <laughs> and First Amendment and... BET's Common View, and I'm still slinging these jokes. <laughs> yes, you are, and you're
2: doing a fine job. At Thank it. you.
3: So, uh, but how did you get, what made you want to become a comedian with all the other things you're doing? Honestly, one word boredom. Uh-huh. I had no desire to be a comedian. It was never on my bucket list. It fell in my lap. That's why I'm a firm believer sometimes that you just have to sit still and let your destiny find you. And uh, that's what happened for me. I was working in corporate America. A friend of mine saw something in me that I didn't see, introduced me to a guy that owned a comedy club. He invited me to open Mike Knight, and the rest has been history.
2: Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. And Ruth, Ruth, you have an amazing story. You have an amazing story. And we were talking, you talked about the fact that you are a fiction writer. And you use characters of people you know, but it's not necessarily, the, that's not necessarily their story. Yeah. But I want to hear about that really big deal
6: that you got. I heard, rather. I want the audience to hear about your first book. Yes, my first book was option actually, for a film. But we could never close that deal. So some people came to me and they said, you know what, why don't you write your own script? So I said, really? I don't even know how to write a script. So I wrote my own script. But in the process of, of pitching the script to other people, It ended up, somebody came to me and said, well, can you write a stage play? And I said, sure. I wrote a script. I can write a stage play. So um, I sat down, wrote the stage play, and it became a master hit here in Atlanta, for instance. It sold out seven weeks straight, every night, a waiting list. Let's say that again. What happened with the first? It sold out seven weeks straight, Every night, with a waiting list. Every wow. night. Wow.
2: So if something that incredible can happen with something that you didn't, that you weren't even planning to do, that means you've got some kind of talent stored up mm-hmm. in you.
6: Well, you know, people used to tell me that when I was majoring in chemistry a long time ago. They wow. used to say, "You know, you, you tell a good story. You, you might want to write or major in English." But I never did. So. Um, I'm doing now probably what God wanted me to do from the beginning, and I love every bit of it.
2: Yes, indeed. Coco, yes.
3: I'm going to come back to you. Okay. Just just go, girl. Talk to us. Okay, we'll talk to you. I mean, you know, this is my second year working with the uh, Black Women Film Network. Um, I moved here from L.A. Uh, three years ago, had uh, met Larry. Uh, my girlfriend, Vita, who's his right hand, left hand, one of my closest friends, she got me involved. I just think this is such an amazing event. Uh, the networking alone, uh, the stories, the inspirations, these women that have gone on to do such great things in this business. And you know what I really realized? So many of us in this business strive to be famous, strive to be known, strive to have our names in lights. And there are so many of us doing amazing things, and everybody's name ain't meant to be in lights. That doesn't mean or negate everything that you've done. You know? And I think that's the biggest misconception they have about this. There are people out here doing it pretty dang big and we don't know their names yet. So I think a lot of us need to just follow our purpose and, you know, it's inspired me to do everything I want to do. And if it's meant for me to be famous about it, it will happen. But if not, I will be fulfilled. Well, and that word, fulfilling, is, is that is the word for me. Right. As long as
2: I'm fulfilled at doing it. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm fulfilled at doing it, I, I, I'm good with that. Yeah. And also, I believe it's important for people to come out of the, come out of the concept or, or think beyond the concept that famous is bigger and better. When I think about that, to your point, our heroes and our sheroes are men and women that we've not met yet. They're Absolutely. men and women who are doing all these incredible things behind the scenes, mm-hmm. supporting and so forth and so on. But you are doing a phenomenal job, and I love the fact that you didn't box box yourself in. Many times, people who do film won't do comedy, or if they're doing writing, if they're writing fiction, a musical, mm-hmm. right, right, stage plays, film. You're covering every aspect of that, and you're doing it very, very
3: well. I think in this day and age, in the business, you better wear multiple hats. You, you have to. Do. You can't be one lane. Your career will crash and burn if you just be one lane. You have to wear multiple hats. Be a master of many. Why not? Absolutely. And I love that as
2: well, Coco, because, you know, my career started in manufacturing. I was in manufacturing management with one of the automobile industries, and I was very good at that. Right. But the moment I walked in that door, I knew that was not my place, and mm-hmm. I knew it wouldn't be my final resting place. Though people think when you go to work for General Motors, how can you leave a good General Motors jobs like that easy if you have a plan. Easy if you know that it's more to you Mm -hmm. than building cars, and it's also easy if you have faith. Absolutely, and allow God's divine purpose for your life to Mm -hmm. manifest itself. Sometimes we get so busy ourselves, trying to make Mm -hmm. money and trying to become famous. Exactly.
6: That we end up losing Exactly. It all because exactly. we really didn't find us in the process of it. Absolutely, and Absolutely. I think that's what happens with me. Most people don't even know me. They don't even know what I can do or what I'm, what, what, what my self worth is. And a lot of times I sort of like it that way because then God can allow me to come in the back, back and sit in the back of the room without being noticed, and I can take what I get from that and go home and write and about write it about it without any. <laughs> you know, anybody interfering. So I sort of like that in a way.
2: Well, that's that's a good thing, and that's also a sign of humility as well. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, this is great. So what are some of the things, other things, if you have the opportunity to speak with the next generation coming behind you, how would, what would you say to them about shaping their future in this movie industry or this entertainment, not movie, but entertainment as a whole industry?
3: I think if I would offer anybody that's that's wanting to come into this business any advice, I would say, be willing to change the narrative of the the path and how you walk it, but do not be willing to change who you are. I think so many people get in this business and they're quick to throw their souls on on the bargaining table, you know, because they need this validation, they need... Uh, the fame, they need the money, they need to be able to say, Look look at me, look what I did. But I think, all, actually, I think you can have all of that and still keep your soul.
2: I agree. You know? I agree. That is excellent advice. Thank you so much, Coco. Thank you. And I know we could go on and on and on and on, but time just doesn't allow it. And we'll just have to bring you back on the show for a one on one interview. Oh, and we can just have some really girl talk because you ladies, This whole network, this whole Black Women's Film Network, Mm -hmm. is making a huge difference. And you know, my hats off to Cheryl. She Mm -hmm. has done a phenomenal job at bringing all of this together. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So thank you again, and much continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, Mary. Yes, we'll do this again. We're connected now, and we shall stay together. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Um, Again, with me, I'm just finishing up with Miss Coco Brown and Miss Ruth Watson here at the Black Women's Network in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Mary Parker. I am the chick in charge. (laughs) Awesome. Good afternoon. This is Mary Parker, and I'm the CEO of All In One Security. But today, I'm your host of The Chick in Charge. And we we are, uh, our podcast is live here today at the Black Women Film Network Summit 2019. And I've got Donna Lowry with me and she's going, we're going to talk about this amazing event. And we also have Naya Brown Matthews. Hi, Naya. Hi. It's so good to see you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Donna, you are a figure here in the Atlanta market. We Everybody knows you and everyone loves you as well. Thank so you. So Donna, tell me, what, what is your role in, this, in, in the uh, Black Women's Film Network?
1: Well, I'm on the board. I have been since it started. And I love that it, Cheryl Gripper started this for black women, about black women, to preserve it and to empower all of us. And we were focusing on film and broadcast TV. And about 10 or 12 years ago, I had a friend who wrote a book, and it was fabulous. And I and I felt it should be made into a movie. And I thought, you know what? Why don't we have a book festival and add it to the summit that we do every year that mostly focuses on TV and film? And it's been very popular. It's one of our most popular events. And so what we do is we bring in mostly black female authors, and we lift them up. They tell us about our their books, and they are able to sell their books but then we get something out of it and then we were able to you know just connect and be a part of each other's lives and it's it's been wonderful and this is one of the biggest we had 13 authors today including yourself yes, author of the chicken charge oh, of course oh
2: my gosh it is so this is it is such an it's an experience for it me is. Uh, because I've been to a couple of them before this is the first time I've been involved and to have the book and to do the podcast. and But I want to come back and commend Cheryl. Yes. She did a phenomenal job starting and having such wonderful board members right there with her as yourself. But she has done something that we as a people, culture, don't do. Quickly enough, she has passed the torch yes. to another very capable, dynamic, dynamic young, septic, And she's doing, I mean, you can just see the energy. You can see the evolution even more so now, right?
1: Yeah. So those of us who are the the old heads, in a sense, (laughs) can can learn from the younger ones coming up. But then also that they're they're learning from us, too. Absolutely. Because when we first started all of this, the film industry, even the TV industry in the Atlanta area was nothing like it is now. And so it was like... God told Cheryl, hey, start this and
2: see what comes.
1: And look what has happened. happened.
2: Wow, and it is absolutely incredible. And uh, Naya, you are a life coach. I am. I understand that. But for our listening audience, what would that mean
8: for you to contact them? about becoming their life coach because oftentimes I you know I was retired from real estate 20 years and I always had the problem with learning how to balance being you know a corporate a wife a mother and then somebody listening to me and not judging you know what I mean I wanted somebody to you know kind of sort of give me some nuggets give me and I could be transparent and you don't judge me with that people just want to be listened to People want, you know, a solution. They want, they want a solution to their problem. And I, I don't think I'm a, a super expert, but I have, I'm seasoned enough to know that, you know, if you listen to somebody, just take the time to listen, you'll be amazed that you really, you're, you're helping them, but then they too help you. And I just think that we do not do that enough. We're not authentic, authentic enough. We're not transparent enough. And to have a sister, this is sister, hold my hand. I got you. You know what I mean? I got you. That, that, it's, it's everything to me. Because women empowerment, I love it to my core. I do, To my core, I wake up wanting to empower. I go to bed wanting to empower, and then my husband's sick of it. But this is who I am. This is Chapter 2 of my life. Well, that is that is an amazing explanation. And
2: you're right. So many women need that uh, for in all aspects of life. And, you know, a lot of times people will ask me about mentors. Well, I have a mentor for... For many different phases of my life. I have a mentor for my faith-based life. I have a mentor for my business. And I also have mentors for future developments because life is not over. Although I'm enter about to enter into the third quarter. Or I'm in I'm yeah. I'm ending the third quarter. (laughs) We're not claiming that yeah. Oh yes, we are. It's (laughs) been a lot of work. We've got (laughs) lots of wisdom. We've that's got true. lots to pass on. And that's why that's true. the point you made about Sephora is so important. You guys will now transition and transfer all of those years of experience mm. when there weren't women ahead of you to guide you. Right. So that's important. They get what you have, all that they're getting now and just imagine the next generation and they they
1: take it to the next level i think septosa and the whole group have have just done they look at the world in the at the world in a different way and they they have this vision that has helped us grow as a an organization. We were a small group of women and we kept growing and growing and now I think there, have, there were almost 500 people signed up to come today to this summit. Wow. We had the film festival yesterday and on Thursday we did the honoring, giving out scholarships, which is really her passion. So it is. it just keeps growing and we're just thrilled to, to, ha- to pass
2: the torch but then still stick around Absolutely. a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. congratulations <laughs> on that. I mean, that's just, that's wise yeah. to do so. And so tell me what would be a great client for
8: you? Let's see. The great client for me would be that that working mother, that working woman, that career I got it all got it all together, don't need nobody help kind of woman. that to me ideally I do want to ensure that I'm working on the inside out oftentimes we do we kind of mask it we cover it up we put filters on everything filters on social media but I'm more or less concerned about the inside out and that's what I see when I do my retreats when I do my brunches these women come to me thinking that they have it all together their resume looks amazing but by the Sunday, by the third day, they're a hot mess because they they didn't realize how much of an issue, issues that they had internally because they're not willing to face that thing. But you can't confront what you don't face. And, and and to me, I think that we get to the when we get to the core of that, when we get to the core of that, then you'll be the better version of yourself. Absolutely. But do you
2: also think, not but, do you believe that within our community, and I'm saying our community, the African American community, Do you believe that these last 10, 15 years, we've taught our community to live a life of disguise? Yes, absolutely. And and you probably
8: see that a lot with the the life coaching. Absolutely. Because who are you outside of social media? People are so, you know, they want the likes, they want the followers, and they think that warrants who they are or their success level. But if you take social media away tomorrow, who are you? Oh, my God. You'd better speak. And that is absolutely. so true. It is
2: absolutely true. And, you know, my sister, I, my sister is my everything. Uh, and I don't, ha- I don't have the opportunity, I don't get a chance to hold things in too long because mm-hmm. I have a sounding board, which is very good. But we were talking about that very thing last night, and we were calling names. And I, one of the things that I always ask people is, who are you, really? I'm not interested in what you do. I work enough for all of us. But who are you, really? You know, I don't want to talk about work. Can we just talk about taking a trip? Or can we talk about what some other people are doing and things? But let's tap it down for a moment just to to come back to reality. Donna, this is so funny. I thought when you came to my podcast the first time, you were retired. Oh yes. And it wasn't that I long I was ago. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the transition because you have not retired. No I have. You've haven't. transitioned. Talk to us about your new life.
1: So yes, I thought I was retired, but it, you know what? People see gifts in you that you don't even realize that are there and that that I thought were, you know, kind of useless, maybe not not uh, I wasn't going to find any value in them, or anybody else was going to find any value in them, but I was asked by Georgia Public Broadcasting to come and be their capital correspondent for the Georgia Lawmakers Show and during the legislative session. So there are some people who are not into politics, but I happen to be one of those people who, you know, I covered it while I was at Channel 11 for 30 years as, as an education reporter, so I only went down there for education. Well, now I'm I'm down there on a regular basis, reporting nightly for Georgia Public Broadcasting's Lawmakers Show and talking about all the issues. We had a big week this week. Thursday was crossover day down there at the Capitol. And among other things, uh, the Senate passed a bill that may take the Atlanta airport away from the city of Atlanta. That is a huge thing.
2: Wait, wait, it's wait, going wait, wait, to, I'm sorry. Right? I've been traveling.
1: Yes. The bill did pass. It did. It did yeah. pass out of the Senate. It'll, it'll now go into the House, and yeah. there's a the possibility that the city of Atlanta will lose the airport. There, the other big thing that happened that same day was that there it came very late in the day. We went on till 10:45, but at late about seven, we found out there was a bill to dealing with abortion, and it's the heartbeat bill that at six weeks that things my would uh, that would be the end of the chance that a woman would be able to have an abortion. That passed out of the house and that goes to the Senate, and the governor had a pre- held a press conference at 11:15 p.m. to say if this goes through, we're going to do this. It'll make Georgia have the toughest abortion laws in the country. And the third thing that happened, was, which was kind of odd, nobody expected, is a hate crimes bill went through in Georgia. Georgia has never had a hate crimes bill. There are 45 states that do, but we don't protect people when it comes to hate crimes in this state. So so that was a good thing that happened, and that may find be challenging when it gets to the Senate, but that came out of the House is. So, yeah, I'm retired. I spent 14 hours that day covering <laughs> covering events and I'm loving it. I really am. Oh, that's it's, wonderful. it's important for me to pass along the information to other people to translate what's going on down at the Capitol and talk to people about it so that they know what's
2: going on when it comes to the laws that affect all of us. Well, this is really, really important to me because one of the things I do for my community is help educate them in terms of being able to select the candidate based on their beliefs and the causes they are supporting. So this is all good stuff. You're not going away. You're going to be close to us. And we're going to, I'll bring you into some of those programs just so Thank you can you. update, especially before we have an election. Exactly. Uh, Naya, is there anything else you'd like to add here? And I know that you need to get back to the program. Excuse me one second. I'm going to go back to uh, Donna. Donna, in closing remarks, is there anything that you want to say? I know that the conference, the summit here is a huge success. Thank Thank you for all that you're doing within the community. You just don't go away. We love it, and and thank you're you. over at the Girl Scouts. I yes, mean, you're just everywhere, and that's wonderful. Yeah,
1: I have the two girls that are getting their gold award tomorrow, which is the highest award in Girl Scouting. So we're keeping it up. I should have brought Girl Scout cookies today, huh? I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking we should have sold them here today. But anyway, we'll thank, you thank, thank you very much. Thank you so much, for Mary, here, for everything. Thank, thank you, you, thank
2: you. And now I just want to ask you for closing remarks. If
8: there's any one nugget that you would like to leave your listening audience with, what is that? That realize that you have a dynamic purpose in your life and it's your job to know it, to feel it and to be it. Keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing.
2: Love Ed. So in other words, what these women are all saying today is that empowered women empower women. Great job. Keep up the good work and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're about to leave the Black Women's Film Network podcasting But we're not leaving you. And again, it's Mary Parker and I am The Chick-In-Charge.
1: Subscribe to The Chick-In-Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success. Tips that will make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick-In-Charge.